Hello gorgeous, welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything and this episode is so exciting. This episode is about how to manifest a specific person into your life and I know that you are going to love this. And just as a brief aside, this episode is brought to you by my program, The Vortex Iconic, which is about becoming your most iconic self, throwing off the shackles of who you think you should be so that you can evolve into the future self you've always dreamed of. You can join us anytime you like. The link is down below and we'd love to see you in the program. You can join whenever you want and it will truly blow your mind. The transformation is next level. So let's get into this. Manifesting a specific person into your life. This is a question that I always get from people, especially people who are new to manifesting and maybe they are in an unrequited love situation or they've gone through a breakup and they're wanting to bring somebody back into their life and they're like, how do I manifest this person back into my life? And what I'm going to say to you is probably going to piss you off, but that's okay because it's reality. And I would rather tell you the truth than bullshit you about something that's not going to work. Some people are going to say, you know, here are the like 10 manipulative tricks to get someone back in your DMs, you know, post a thirst trap on your Instagram story and, you know, act like you're going out with other people and, you know, play on this other person's insecurities or whatever to make them feel like they're missing out. But I really don't believe in any of that. I don't believe that behaving that way is in your highest integrity. And I think that you are so much more than that. And you're so much bigger than just trying to attract some specific person into your life. My advice for someone who wants to attract a specific person back into their life is to stop trying to attract that person and manifest yourself instead. Who could you be if you put that amount of energy that you're putting into thinking about this other person into yourself? What could you shift? What could you change? How could you transform? What old habits, patterns, fears, behaviors could you leave in the dust if you were devoted to putting that energy into yourself, into loving yourself so much that the other person becomes an afterthought, you know? It's so powerful to put your energy into creating your best, hottest self. And I'll give you an example from my own life. Back in 2019, I had just moved to Los Angeles. I was like a year into living in Los Angeles and I had been dating and it was not going well. Let's just say it was not going well. And after going out on a series of dates with a guy who on our first date said he was sober and by our fourth or fifth date was like drinking wine and margaritas at dinner, I realized that I was just dating the same guy over and over again with a different face and a different accent and a different height, but they were all the same. They all had substance abuse problems. They had no emotional regulation skills. They were projects. They were men that I was trying to fix and help and save. And I was like, no, fuck this. I can't keep doing this. It's not working. And I put myself on a dating sabbatical. 
And in that time, I deleted all my apps. I was not texting with boys. I was not going out. I was not flirting with anyone. And I decided to put that energy into myself. So while I was doing this, I was taking classes on relationships. I was going to a relationship therapist and working through some of my old patterning so I could change it. I was doing tons of tapping, which is my modality of choice for changing a habit or an old belief or pattern. And I was really recirculating that energy within myself. And something that's really interesting is that when we're sleeping with people and we're using our sexual energy on people who don't really care about us that much, or it's just a situationship, or we want more, but they don't. And we keep thinking like, well, maybe if I keep sleeping with them, then they're going to realize what they're missing or they're going to notice or whatever doesn't work either. It's so powerful to take that energy, that sexual energy, and really repurpose it and put it into yourself. That sexual energy is so potent that it's not worth wasting on someone who is not reciprocating you or someone who is not helping you to have the kind of experiences that you really want to have. And that creative energy is massively powerful. So while I was on my dating sabbatical, I decided that I was going to create something that I always wanted to exist, which was like a Netflix of high vibe content. And so in 2019, that's when I spent my entire summer creating the Vortex. And I was filming every week. I was planning it, visualizing it, coming up with what I wanted it to be. And the energy that I put into that, oh my God, paid dividends. It's the, you know, the vortex is something I'm like very, very proud of. And it was such a good use of my time and energy, such a better use of my time and energy than like trying to keep dating the wrong kind of people or try to fix some guy that like really doesn't want to be fixed by me because I'm really robbing him of his own evolution. Right? So Taking that energy and deciding to focus it on myself and not in a selfish way, not in a like, I don't have time for like whatever that whole like fake independent thing that people who are really wounded get into. That wasn't what it was about. I was like, I need to take a break from dating to focus on cleaning up my side of the street. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to use my creative energy for something that has like longevity, something that really matters, something that's valuable, not on making like Instagram reels or whatever. Like I want to create something that lasts and that's important. So take that energy, your sexual energy that you're now not wasting and turn that into the creative energy that you recirculate within yourself and take this time to become your own fantasy. Like, Let's, let's just like envision the difference between someone who is sitting around watching the Instagram stories of someone that they're in love with, but can't get any attention from, or journaling about how they really miss this person and they want them to come back and like moping around their house and feeling sad and like eating cookies and just being a blob on the couch every night and really not going after their dreams or anything that matters to them because they're preoccupied with this person who may or may not come to the party, who may or may not realize how amazing you are. And by the way, they're fucking loss, but that's neither here nor there, not the point. 
versus the energy of someone who has a vision of who they want to be, what they want to create in their life and is going after it and is not ashamed to say, yeah, I want to have a sick art collection one day, or yeah, I want to have a house that looks overlooks the ocean, or I want to visit every country in the world by the time I'm 50, or whatever it is. That person, that person is so alive, so radiant, so lit up, so turned on by life. And here's the secret. The person that is turned on by themselves, the person who has devoted energy and time and intention to becoming their own fantasy, their own dream girl, the hottest version of them, that person is so magnetic, so radiant, so alive so high vibrating that they are a magnet to the things that they want. And look, this person that you are in love with or that you want to create into your life or manifest or attract, they may see your beauty once you do this, but they may not. And sometimes we take that personally, right? We're like, oh my God, I like, I did all this. I'm, I'm feeling really good. I'm looking really great. I'm making all this effort and I love my life, but like they still didn't come back. Number one, you have to do this for yourself. You have to step into your own fantasy fully for yourself. It cannot be as a means to an end to pull somebody in. That doesn't work because then you're thinking about like, oh, well, he likes it when I do this and he doesn't like it when I do that. So let me do this. You're just people pleasing in another outfit. So disavow yourself of that immediately. This has to be about you. If the person that you have a crush on really loves brunettes and you're blonde, and you feel good blonde, be blonde. Be the best blonde you can be. Don't let your need for someone else, your desire for someone else, your attraction to someone else distort what you love and distort what you love to do. So many of us lose ourselves in relationships. We lose our sense of self. We lose our sense of identity because we're trying to be what we think they want us to be. But here's the truth. Like, People like you for being you, not for your fake representative, not for like what you present to them on a first date. People who really like you, like you for you, the true you, like the you who wakes up with like bad breath and the you who like, I don't know, like it gets covered in dog hair every night because she's cuddling with her puppy, you know, like that's the real you and that's the most beautiful, attractive version of you. And if you feel the need to be this like perfect performing, I don't know, hypersexualized or like flawless version of yourself in order to get that person's approval, or that's the only time that they compliment you, then you should not be around that person. One of the things I love about my man that is very telling is he doesn't want me to ever send him photos or videos where I'm using a filter. He only, he wants it fucking raw dog. And he's like, because that's who I fell in love with. That's the real you. That's who I wake up next to. And I respect it. So I got slightly off track there, but my point is you might do all this stuff and you're feeling really good about yourself and you didn't attract that person back into your life. And you're like, what the fuck? Like I thought that if I become the best version of me, then I'll pull this person in. Here's the thing. When you are truly magnificent, which people who are living their fantasy are magnificent, no question. Like they just are. Not everybody can hang with that. 
that is very threatening to some people. It's very scary to some people. It's very overwhelming to some people. And you may have noticed as you go through your life, there are a lot of people who feel so much safer playing it real small. They don't want to be noticed. They don't want to stand out. They don't want to change a habit. They want to stay exactly the same because they're so traumatized or fearful or conditioned that they can't hang with that. And so if you become the supernova that you are capable of being, and this person doesn't come along with you on the journey, just know that that is not a personal attack. That is not because there's anything wrong with you. It's simply that you are not a vibrational match. Your frequencies are too different. And sometimes I see women who are like fucking amazing and they're hung up on someone who like, I wouldn't even give the time of day. They're so not on the same plane and they don't understand why it's not working. It's because you are playing in totally different arenas. You are here to do different things on the planet. You are not an energetic match for each other. And when you notice that that's happening, like no matter what your best efforts, like they're just not like mm, coming to the party, you have to know when to let it go when to release it, when to be like, you know what, this is not it. And I really believe that it's so important to be with someone who sees you where you are and loves that and accepts that about you, sees who you can be and encourages you to move towards it and has the ability to expand you to broaden your horizons, to help you see what's possible. And if the person that you want to be with is not, not even necessarily capable, but is not doing that, then they're not a match for you. And the really best relationships are when you do that for each other. You love and accept the other person as they are, and you see what they're capable of, and you're like, fuck yeah, let's do this together. And your ride or die in terms of seeing their potential and helping them move towards it. Those are the most beautiful relationships. And, you know, with intention, they're totally possible. It's totally possible to have them. But sometimes we get hung up on the wrong things, right? Like, oh, well, he's really cute. He's got a six pack. Like, I like his car. Okay. Do you like his heart? Do you like how he is as a person? Do you like how you feel around him? Does your nervous system feel relaxed or do you just feel like, Ugh! you know, like it's gotta be this, this feeling that you're safe together and that your nervous systems are in sync and in tune. And that's why it's like, if someone's not coming to your specific party, you just can't take it personally because you are going to meet in your life many, many people who cannot rock with you. And that is not personal. And the temptation when you notice that is to like dull your light, try to be more basic, try to fit in with like, I don't know, whatever is going on around you. But you are never going to be your full bloom self when you're trying to be someone you're not. And authenticity to me is about dropping all people pleasing. 
whatever that looks like, pretending you like the fucking dumb sports team that they like, or pretending that you want to wear blue jeans, or pretending that you don't enjoy buying high heels, or whatever it is, you have to rock with yourself and love yourself so much and be so high on your own fantasy that none of that stuff matters. So that's my advice on manifesting a specific person. Don't. (laughs) Manifest yourself. Put your energy and your time and your creative energy into making yourself a fucking supernova. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Mwah.